0: Tuhan, Kau baik. Father, You are good. Terima kasih untuk kehadiranmu pagi hari ini. Thank you for your presence this morning. Terima kasih kalau kami bisa ada di tempat ruangan ini. We thank you that we can be present in this place. Berkati urapi setiap kami sementara kami um, belajar tentang buku samuel let each one of us as we learn about the book of Samuel. supaya setiap kami bisa mengerti uh, aplikasi daripada cerita buku Samuel ini. So that we all can understand and apply it from the story of the Samuel. Terjemahkan kami untuk kami bisa mengerti walaupun kami masih baru. Holy Spirit interpret for us as even though as we are new. Dalam nama Yesus. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Saudara-saudara silakan Anda duduk. Terima kasih. Untuk uh, Presion, Worship, Presion, Worship, Jun. Saya kenalkan untuk penerjemah saya yang baru, Junius. Introduce my new translator, Junius. Seharusnya Evans, tapi Evans kena COVID, saudara. Was supposed to be Evan, and Evan got COVID. Yes, okay, good. All right. Nah, saudara saya dan istri kemarin baru tiba dari Indonesia. So, church, we just arrived. Me and my wife just arrived from Indonesia yesterday. Saudara, kami bangun telat karena So we woke up late because of jet lag. hari ini kita akan belajar menyambung buku Samuel 1 ayat dari pasal 4 ayat 1 sampai 22 So today we're going to learn from the book of Samuel, First Samuel chapter four, verse one to twenty-two. Saudara, buku Samuel dari satu Samuel tiga karena 1 Samuel 4 itu butuh bertahun-tahun lamanya. Book of Samuel 1 to 3 it needs years to learn about that. Nah, hari ini kita mau melihat bagaimana tabut Allah dirampas oleh orang Filistin. So today we are going to learn and how the ark of the covenant can be taken by the Philistine. Saudara jika Anda pernah membaca Perjanjian Lama atau melihat film Indiana Jones bagian yang pertama, so if you ever read the Old Testament or watch the first movie of Indiana Jones, maka Anda dapat membayangkan kurang lebih bentuk tabut perjanjian atau tabut Allah ini. Then you will have some visualize about how the ark of the covenant looks like. Saudara tabut perjanjian ini merupakan simbol dari kehadiran Tuhan di antara bangsa Israel. So the ark of the covenant is a symbol of God's presence for the Israel. Bagi orang Israel, kehilangan tabut Perjanjian ini sama saja dengan kehilangan Tuhan. For the Israel to lose the act of covenant is the same as in losing God. Saudara, satu kali saya ada baca buku yang menceritakan suatu hal yang lucu. So, i read a book that tells about a funny story. Ada sebuah kisah menceritakan satu single mother yang punya dua anak laki-laki, 8 dan 10 tahun. So, a story about a single mom who has two sons aged eight and ten. Saudara, anak-anaknya rajin ke gereja. The son is a church goer. Tapi di rumah mereka selalu berkelahi, saudara. At home they always fight. Dan nah, saudara, kalau anda punya anak laki-laki dua, pasti anda mengerti. So for those who have two sons, you will understand it. Lalu satu kali, karena frustrasi ibu ini membawa kedua anaknya ke gereja untuk bertemu dengan pendetanya. So because the mom is very frustrated about the sons, so the mom bring it to the church to meet with the pastor. Nah, saudara, waktu pastornya silakan anak yang pertama eh anak yang paling kecil umur 8 tahun masuk terlebih dahulu di kantornya. So the younger one, age eight, goes first to meet with the pastor. Saudara, pastornya bertanya kepada anak ini, and the pastor asked this young boy. Dia katakan, young man, dimana Yesus? Young man, where is Jesus? Maksudnya supaya anak ini kasih tahu dia di sini, saudara. Hati-hati maksudnya. The question the pastor was asking is meant to be for the son to point it to the heart. Jadi dia expect anak ini menjawab begini, saudara di sini. So that's what the pastor expect for the son to point it to his heart. Nah, anak ini konf- sedikit bingung, saudara. But the boy obviously very confused. Lalu kemudian dia tanya lagi kepada anak ini di mana Yesus. And then again he asked where is Jesus. Saudara an, dia tabingung lagi saudara. And the son even more confused hearing this. Nah, pastornya enggak sabar. Ketiga kali dia tanya dengan nada yang agak tinggi saudara. Young man, dimana mana Yesus? So the pastor again now with a louder voice asking the boy, where is Jesus? Anak ini kaget dia lari dari kantor keluar saudara. Dan Kukunya nunggu di luar, Ngejar dia, saudara. So the boy was shocked and jamar of his chair and ran outside. Passing the brother and the brother looked at the li- the, li- the older brother looking at the little brother and chase the brother. Dia brother tanya, kenapa ada apa kok kamu lari? And then the older one was asking, what's wrong? Why did you run? Adik ini, adiknya bilang kali ini kita adalah masalah besar. And the younger ones said, now we are in big problem. Tuhan hilang dan mereka mengira kita yang melakukannya. So God is missing and they thought we did it. Saudara, apakah Tuhan pernah hilang dari kehidupanmu? So has God ever been missing in your life? Hari ini judul, uh, topiknya dalam khotbah saya adalah kehilangan hadirat Tuhan. So today's topic for the sermon is about losing God's presence. Saudara, bila kepercayaan kita sebenarnya membawa kita lebih dekat kepada Tuhan, lalu bagaimana mungkin kita kehilangan hadirat Tuhan? So if our faith was supposed to bring us closer to God, how do we lose God's presence? Hal ini sangat memungkinkan, Saudara. This is very possible. Eh, 1 4 So this is very possible for we can look from the story from 1 Samuel chapter 4 how the Israel for the Israelites losing God's presence. Dan hal yang sama bisa dalam hidup dan saya. And the same thing can happen in our life. Bagaimana kita kehilangan Tuhan Saudara? So how do we lose God's presence? Kita kehilangan Tuhan karena kita menekankan ritual daripada hubungan relasi kita dengan Tuhan. We could lose our God's presence because we focusing so much on the ritual rather than the relationship with God. Saudara kekristenan bukan satu ritual Saudara. A Christianity is not about ritual. Saudara kekristenan itu adalah satu hubungan antara manusia dengan penciptanya. So Christianity is about a relationship between us and the creator. Dosa yang membuat hubungan kita putus antara manusia dan Tuhan. So sin is the one that have disconnect us between us and God. Oleh sebab itu Allah mengutus anak tunggalnya supaya memulihkan kembali hubungannya dengan hubungan kita dengan Tuhan. And because of that, God sent his only son to restore our relationship back to him. Now, nah, saudara, setelah Allah merestorasikan hubungan kita dengan dia, maka dia ingin supaya setiap hari kita punya relasi dengan dia. So once the relationship is restored, he wants us to have a daily relationship with him. Nah, saudara dan saya lebih memilih ritual daripada hubungan kembali dengan Tuhan. But sometimes we choose ritual over the relationship uh, with God. Ritual, sebenarnya, sebuah pola yang dilakukan secara berulang kali. Well, ritual is actually is just a series of actions that are being done again and again. Saudara, sering sekali kita melakukan ritual seperti kalau kita ke gereja. So we do our ritual like as we are going to church. Saudara banyak kita. Banyak di antara kita yang ke gereja hanya kita duduk di bangku dan kemudian setelah itu kita pulang. Paling tidak kita sudah ke gereja. So a lot of us thinking just are going to church. We're just gonna sit here and once we finish we just go home. But we thinking at least we already going to church. Itu namanya ritual, saudara. That's what's called a ritual. Kita nyanyi, kita ikut menyanyi, saudara. Tetapi fokus kita bukan kepada Tuhan melainkan cuma ikut menyanyi. We're singing praise and worship, but we're not even focusing on that. Saudara, kita ikut dalam do- berdoa, tetapi pikiran kita tidak kepada doa tersebut, tetapi pikiran kita di tempat yang lain. So we follow prayer but our mind is not even there our mind was thinking about something else. Banyak hal dimana kita memilih ritual daripada hubungan kita dengan Tuhan. There are many things that we choose ritual over our relationship with God. Dalam peristiwa kehi- apa, orang Israel kehilangan tabut Allah ini kita dapat belajar kenapa mereka bisa kehilangan hadirat Tuhan. In the story of how the Israel losing the Ark of Covenant, we can learn on how they lose their the God's presence in their life. Sudara, kalau kita baca dari 1 Samuel 4 ayat 1 sampai 3, sudara, If you read from the first Samuel chapter four, verse one to three. Nah, Junius akan bacakan dalam bahasa Inggrisnya. Yep, I will read it in English. Yes, good. Okay. Now the Israel went out to the full fight against the Philistines. No. Yeah. Okay. And the word of God, uh, the word of Samuel. And Samuel's word came to all Israel. Now the Israelites went out to fight against the Philistines. Mm-hmm. The Israelites came at Ebenezer and the Philistines at Ahbek. The Philistines deployed their forces to meet Israel. And as the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 of them on the battlefield. When the soldiers returned to camp, the elders of Israel asked, why did the Lord bring defeat on us today before the Philistines? So, then, uh, Jadi waktu mereka berperang dalam satu hari mereka kehilangan 4000 orang. So when they fought in one day they lost 4000 people. Tidak ditulis dalam Alkitab kita tetapi ditulis dalam Alkitab Ibrani. It was not written in Samuel but it was written in the book of Hebrew. Saudara waktu Amerika menyerang Irak tahun 2003 sampai 2014 11 tahun lamanya. So when the United States attacked back back in 2003 all the way to 2014 is 11 years selama 11 tahun mereka kehilangan 3500 tentaranya so for 11 years they lost 3500 soldiers orang Israel dalam satu hari kehilangan 4000 tentaranya waktu melawan orang filistin pada waktu itu and to give you perspective for the israelites in one day they lost 4000 people to, uh, to the philistines ini satu kekalahan yang mutlak this is such a total defeat. Saudara, ketika itu Samuel selalu keliling Israel untuk memberitakan firman Tuhan. At that time Samuel is going across Israel to send the message from God. Orang Israel tahu bahwa ada seorang nabi besar di antara mereka. The Israel knows there is a big prophet around them. Tapi mereka menolak untuk datang kepada nabi Samuel. But they do not want to go to Samuel. Lalu sebaliknya, salah satu dari mereka mempunyai ide yang cemerlang. But on the other hand, one of them thinking they've got a brilliant idea. Kenapa kita tidak membawa tabut perjanjian ke medan pertempuran. Why didn't we bring the act of covenant to the battlefield? Saudara, mereka lebih mengandalkan... Hikmat atau ide daripada salah satu mereka, daripada mereka mencari Tuhan pada waktu itu. So they were relying on human wisdom rather than they going towards God. Saudara kita bisa kehilangan hadirat Tuhan kalau saudara selalu mengandalkan strategi atau hikmat manusia. We could lose God's presence if we always rely on humans' wisdom rather than God's word. Saudara, pengalaman itu penting, tetapi pengalaman itu tidak segala galanya. Experience in our is very important, but experience is not everything. Menjaga hubungan baik dengan Tuhan itu bisa untuk selalu bertanya kepada Tuhan. Keeping our relationship with God, meaning that we can always ask to God. Saudara. Saya tadi pagi pinjam peristiwanya Grace, saudara, dengan Bill. So this morning, I uh, share about the story of uh, Grace and Bill. Tujuh tahun lamanya saya doakan. Untuk, tujuh tahun saya dan istri mendoakan untuk supaya Grace punya jodoh yang tepat, saudara. So seven years, me and my wife has been praying for my daughter for a life partner. Saya bisa saja katakan kepada Grace, siapa yang suka sama kamu, udahlah, kawinlah saja. I could say to Grace that whoever likes you, just go and get married with that guy. Satu kali saya baca firman, Tuhan. But one day I read God's word. And I say to God, God may I ask that, I, ask that I can borrow Abraham's story when he was looking for uh, his in-law. Oleh sebab itu hubungan kita dengan Tuhan itu sangat penting. And that is why our relationship with God is so important. Jangan selalu bersandar dengan pengertian kita sendiri. Do not always rely on our own understanding. Bagian yang kedua kita bisa kehilangan hadirat Tuhan, Saudara. The second part on how we could lose God's presence. Kita mencoba manipulasi Tuhan untuk kepentingan pribadi kita. We are trying to manipulate God for our own gain. Saudara, kita lihat 1 Samuel 4 ayat 3. John tolong bacain lagi. So, first Samuel chapter 4 verse 3, let us bring the ark of the Lord's covenant from Silo... so that he may go with us and save us from the hand of our yes. enemies. Mereka punya ide. Kenapa kita tidak bawa bait Allah, apa Allah ke tengah-tengah peperangan. So, they've got a big idea. Why don't we bring the ark of covenant to the midst of the battle. Mereka mencoba untuk memaksakan Tuhan melakukan kemenangan dengan membawa tabut tersebut di medan pertempuran. They were forcing God by bringing the ark of covenant to give them a victory uh, when they bring the ark of the covenant into the battlefield. Saudara, ini manipulasi namanya. This is called manipulation. Berapa banyak di antara kita juga sebagai orang Kristen kita suka manipulasi Tuhan how many among us that we also uh, like to manipulate god saudara berkali-kali kita katakan saya enggak ke gereja karena saya merasa saya hidup saya enggak diberkati tuhan many times we say that we didn't go to church because i don't feel i'm blessed by god saya tidak memberi karena saya tidak diberkati i didn't give because i wasn't blessed saudara kemarin saya pulang jadwal saya dari pagi sampai malam ketemu orang when I went back to Indonesia, my schedule was from morning till night, I'm always meeting people. Saya bertemu dengan banyak orang, Saudara. I met with many people. Nah, salah satu bicara saya eh, salah satu share kepada saya, dia katakan teman baiknya di Sydney seorang pendeta. So one of them shared with me, um, their best one of their best friend in Sydney which is a pastor. Sudah, satu kali pastor in, eh, ternyata temannya ini punya satu kelemahannya yaitu gambling. And this friend has a weakness, which is gambling. Yeah. Sementara dia jadi pendeta, dia juga suka pergi ke casino untuk gambling, saudara. So while they're serving as a pastor, these guys also like to go to the casino to Sampai gamble. Sape satu kali dia kalah dengan jumlah yang besar. To the point that they lost so much money. Ada orang yang mengirimkan orang Lebanon untuk memukul or- teman saya, apa temannya ini. So Lebanese guys send somebody to beat these people, saudara. Sikat cerita akhirnya temannya ini lari dan kemudian dia ceraikan istri anaknya dia kawin lagi dia pulang ke Indonesia, Saudara. so Long story short, he divorced his wife, left his kids, and went back to Indonesia. Saudara, teman saya tanya, kenapa sih lu bisa begitu? Padahal lu kan panita. So my friend asked, why did you do that? I mean, you're a pastor. Dia bilang gini, gua udah lama melayani Tuhan tapi gua nggak pernah kaya. Long I have served the Lord, but I never got rich. Oleh sebab itu, kenapa saya main kasino supaya saya kaya? And that is why I try to go, go to the casino so I can get rich. Ternyata saya malah uh, banyak hutang. But yet i go so much into debt. Dan mulai hari ini saya tidak percaya Tuhan lagi katanya. And from now on, I don't even believe in God. And saya harap saudara dan saya tidak manipulasi Tuhan. So I hope that you all understand for us not to manipulate God. Diberkati atau tidak, tetap percaya kepada Tuhan. Bless or not, we still believe in God. Sudara, kalau saudara pun memberi, jangan mengharapkan untuk kembali. If we give, do not expect for return. Tinggalkan manipulatif tersebut supaya kita bisa hidup punya relasi yang dekat dengan Tuhan leave the manipulation aside so we can have a good relationship with God. Yang ketiga kita belajar dari orang Israel ketika menghadapi orang Saudara, dari Samuel ayat dan baca so The third thing that we can learn is from the first Samuel uh, verse 4 verse 3 to 4. Uh, Let us bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh that it may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. Saudara, so, uh, katakan, saya potong. Uh, cukup sampai sini saudara. Dikatakan begini, mereka bilang mari kita bawa tabut Allah ini di tengah-tengah medan peperangan. Supaya tabut ini bisa memberikan kemenangan. Um, um. Ya, yeah. Jadi orang Israel katakan uh, mari kita bawa tabut yep. ini. Tabut, uh, tabut perjanjian ini di tengah-tengah medan peperangan. So it was written how the Israel asking, let us bring the Ark of the Covenant to the midst of the battle. So, this ark, give, so this ark can give us a victory. Bukan Tuhan yang memberikan victory, tapi Tabut ini. So it wasn't God that gave victory, but the Ark. Saudara mereka fokus kepada objek daripada Tuhan. So they were focusing on the object of the ark rather than God. Benar, tabut itu sebagai simbol yang terlihat dari kehadiran Tuhan diantara orang Israel. Yes, the ark is a symbol of God's presence in the midst of Israel. Tapi tabut itu tidak bisa menggantikan Tuhan sendiri. But the ark will never ever replace God. Saudara, sering sekali kita fokus kepada objek daripada kepada hadirat Tuhan. And many times we are focusing so much to the object rather than God. Saya masih ingat saudara waktu saya masih muda, saya itu lahir dari keluarga katolik dan mami saya biasanya bersama saya pergi ke gereja Sabtu dan Minggu. So when I was young, I remember I was born from a Catholic family, and every Sunday I go to the church. Every Saturday and Sunday. Sunda, mami saya selalu kasih saya rosario di leher. And my mom, mom always give me the rosary necklace on my neck. Mami saya bilang, kamu harus pakai itu supaya Tuhan selalu melindungi kamu. So my mom always says this. You always gotta wear this so God always protect you. Tapi setelah saya ke Jerman Barat, saudara, studi, di sana saya mengenal Tuhan. Dan saya diajarkan bahwa hadirat Tuhan tidak bergantung dari objek yang saya pakai. But after I went to Germany and studied that where I know uh, God, that I'll learn is about God's presence that protects me. It's not about the necklace. <laughs> Satu kali, saudara, ada tamu mengatakan, bagus, gerejanya bagus, tetapi gak ada salibnya. So one day there was a guy coming in. Oh, your church is great, uh, Pastor Agus, but how come you don't have a cross? daripada <laughs> And I reply because I prioritize God's presence, than just a symbol of the cross. <laughs> and that's how we can lose uh, God's presence if we're focusing so much on religious objects rather than God. Hal yang terakhir yang keempat, kita bisa kehilangan Tuhan hadirat Tuhan karena kita mengharapkan berkat Tuhan tanpa pertobatan. So the last point is we could lose God's presence in our life because we are expecting His blessings without our repentance. Junius bacakan dari 1 Samuel 4 ayat 4 dan 5, saudara. So 1 Samuel chapter 4 verse 4 to 5, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phineas, were there with the ark of the covenant of God. As soon as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel gave a mighty shout so that the earth resounded. Hmm. Saudara, bayangkan waktu mereka membawa tabut Allah ke medan pertempuran, dua anak Imam Eli yaitu Hobni dan Pinhas ada di sana. So imagine it when they bring the Ark of the Covenant Two the sons of uh, Eli which is Hobni and Phineas, were there. Saudara, dua minggu lalu kita belajar tentang anak Imam Eli ini. 2 weeks ago we learned about the two sons of Eli. Hopni dan Pinehas ini imam muda di mana mereka selalu mencuri persembahan dan meniduri perempuan-perempuan di bait Allah. So Hopni and Phineas uh, we learned that he, they like to steal the offerings on the altar and also sleep around with the woman in the temple. Saudara, bayangkan or, kedua orang ini ikut mengarah-arah tabut perjanjian ke medan pertempuran. Now imagine these two people going there bringing the ark of the covenant to the battlefield. Padahal orang Israel tahu moral kedua orang ini. While the whole Israelite knows that these two people are immoral. Seharusnya kedua orang ini bertobat terlebih dahulu. What they're supposed to do These two people should have repented first. Saudara pertobatan itu adalah uh, pertobatan atas dosa itu sangat penting untuk memelihara hubungan kita dengan Tuhan. Repentance over our sin is very important to keep our relationship with God. Kita tidak dapat mempertahankan dosa dan sekaligus memiliki hubungan dengan Tuhan pada waktu bersamaan. We could not have keeping our keep our sinning life and then at the same time hoping to have a good relationship with God. Kita tidak dapat mengharapkan berkat Tuhan tanpa pertobatan. We could not expect God's blessing without repentance. Saudara kita perlu mengakui dan minta ampun kepada Tuhan atas dosa kita. We need to acknowledge our sin and ask for forgiveness. Saudara Masming tua saya ini orangnya enggak, apa uh, tidak sabaran lagi. As I'm getting older, um, I'm no longer uh, very patient. Yeah. Setiap kali saya driving, saya selalu ngomeli orang di depan saya. So every time I drive, I'm um, angry with somebody who's driving in front of me. Istri saya gini, sih tua? Kamu marah, gitu. So why, why as you are getting older, um, you, you're you not uh, very patient nowadays, Sudah lalu kemudian saya sadar dan saya minta ampun sama Tuhan. Then church I realize and ask forgiveness from God. Saudara, kadang kita melakukan sesuatu yang kita enggak sadar kalau itu kelemahan kita. But, and that's that's what we do. Sometimes we do something that is our weakness and we didn't realize it. Tapi kita tidak mau minta ampun sama Tuhan, and... tapi kita mengharapkan dia memberkati hidup kita. And, and knowing that we didn't ask for forgiveness from God. At the same time we asking him to bless us. saudara banyak cara untuk kehilangan hadirat Tuhan. Melalui ritual. Uh, apa, melalui, mem, melalui memilih ritual daripada hubungan dengan Tuhan. So we learned there's so many ways that we could lose God's presence in our life. By choosing ritual over relationship with him. Mari kita melihat satu hal yang lebih penting lagi. Yaitu, yang sangat penting di dimana... Uh, orang Filistin, orang Filistin kehilangan Tuhan dan mengikuti kepercayaan mereka. So let's look at another important point on how the Philistine also losing God by following their false belief. Kita lihat dalam 1 Samuel 1 ayat 6 dan 7 sudah. Eh Samuel 4 ayat 6 dan 7. So we look from the book of First Samuel chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. Yes, mari tune And when the Philistine heard the noise of the shouting, they said what does this great shouting in the camp of the Hebrews mean? And when they learned that the ark of the Lord had come to the camp, the Philistines were afraid. For they said, a God has come into the camp. And they said, woe to us, for nothing like this has ever hmm. happened before. Woe to us, who can deliver us from the power of this mighty god?" Yeah. These are the gods who struck the Egyptian with every sort of plague in the wilderness. Saudara, orang Philistines mengakui bahwa Allah Israel itu luar biasa. So the Philistines believe that the God of Israel is mighty. Mereka sering mendengar orang-orang Israel ditolong oleh yang they have heard stories about how the Israelites was being helped by the God of Israel. Even though they know about the might of the God of Israel, but they do not believe. Saudara, kita bisa kehilangan Tuhan atau hadirat Tuhan karena kita tidak sungguh percaya kepada dia. And that's how we could lose uh, God's presence because we really do not uh, fully trust him. Bagaimana kita bisa kehilangan hadirat Tuhan dengan tidak percaya kepada dia. So how could we lose God's presence by not fully trusting Him? Sederhana satu kali waktu dalam pembicaraan di Indonesia ada teman saya katakan, kok percaya nggak di sini ada satu komsel yang anggotanya berantem sampai masuk court gara-gara uang. So when I was in Indonesia, I had this discussion with a friend, and the friend told me, "Hey, did you believe it that in in here we have a like a life group that one of the member fighting against one another and they went to court over money?" Lalu teman saya ini tanya, kok ini masalahnya apa ya? Gimana nyisaikannya sebenarnya masalah mereka ini? And, and they were asking me, uh, Pastor Agus, like, how do we solve this issue? Saya bilang semua itu masalah hati, saudara. And I replied to them and said it's all about the heart problem. Saya ceritakan sama dia, satu kali uh, in, presenter mengirimkan uang 230 juta rupiah... Ke Indonesia melalui teman baik saya. So I told them a story about there was a time where um, Archer sent 230 million rupiah equivalent to about 23,000 uh, dollars to Indonesia. Saudara, itu untuk membangun rumah singgah di Indonesia. And that was to build a home in Indonesia. Saya sudah ke sana dan melihat tanah tersebut, saudara. I went there and looked at the land. Singkat cerita kemudian uang itu sudah dikirimkan dan buildernya itu makan uang tersebut saudara. A long story short, the money has been sent but the builder never actually build it. Saudara akhirnya singkat cerita ada satu businessman yang akhirnya reimburs kehilangan uang tersebut tapi uang tersebut tidak dikembalikan lagi kepada kita. So there's one businessman that came in. Tried to reimburse uh, and build the home again. But we never got the money back. Saudara, teman saya satu lagi membocorkan kepada saya. And one of his friends told me. Dia katakan, Pak Agus sudah kemb- uh, uangnya dikembalikan nggak? And then they were asking. Hey, did you receive the money? Terus saya bilang, Loh, uh, katanya kan dimakan sama buildernya. Oh uh, enggak. And as far as I know, oh I thought the builder ended up run away with the money. Ternyata diganti Pak Agus dan uang itu dikembalikan. And this friend talking, oh no, Pak Agus, that didn't happen. I mean, Lalu saya teluh pun teman saya. I mean, the, the money has been reimbursed, but that's not what happened. The money has nah, been reimbursed. Nah, saya reversed, ajak and istri saya dan istri dia untuk ketemu di satu tempat ngobrol. So I bring my wife to meet with him and his wife to have a chat. Singkat cerita, saudara, dia menuduh saya bahwa uang itu uh, saya katakan uang itu untuk gereja dia saudara oh. and they told me that they think that that money is for their church saya bilang anda tidak pernah kasih tahu bahwa uang itu dikembalikan and i said to him number one you didn't tell me that the money has been reimbursed kedua anda bilang kalau saya itu uh, beritahu anda bahwa uang itu untuk gerejamu and then suddenly now you make an assumption that that money is for your church. Janji untuk kembalikan uang itu, And they made a promise that he will return the money.: fitna saya melalui teman And yet instead, they go out, he goes out there and tells a different story. Bilang, saya ini pembohong. and tell people that I'm a liar. Saudara, akhirnya. Satu kali tahun lalu, Desember tahun lalu uh, mantan IPC di eh, presenter di Indonesia itu mengumpulkan 350 juta rupiah untuk membantu 190 hamba Tuhan di desa. So last December um one of the member of IPC Indonesia of present gather 350 million rupiah to help uh, 190 ya yeah, uh, di desa. To help 190 uh, servant of God in Indonesia. Saudara Nah karena uang itu kelebihan sedikit saudara. And because there's some money left over, Saya katakan kepada salah satu mereka untuk entertain, untuk ajak makan siang hamba-hamba Tuhan yang percaya bahwa saya ini pembohong. And I told them to use some of the leftover money to invite all the servant of God that believe that I was a liar. Nah setelah kumpul semuanya di satu restoran yang mewah saudara di Indonesia. So once they gather in in one of the good restaurant in Nizh, lalu kemudian mereka bilang ini dalam rangka apa ya? And they were asking, uh, what's the occasion? Lalu uh, mantan habis ini katakan, oh ini Om Agus yang minta saya uh, undang anda semuanya di sini untuk makan siang. And member of the pray center told them, it was actually Pastor Agus that asked me to invite all of you to have lunch together. Nah mereka telpon saya saudara. And they called me. Terima kasih Pak Agus. They were saying thanks. Nah, lalu kemudian mantan IPC ini katakan kepada saya, kenapa kok? And member of the prayer center asked me, why did you do this? Saya bilang untuk saya rilis pengampunan kepada mereka, saya lakukan hal ini. And I said to him, it's because I want to release forgiveness to them, and that's why I do this. Saya tidak mau kehilangan Tuhan dalam hidup saya karena uang dua ratus tiga puluh juta. And I said I do not want to lose God's presence just because uh, twenty three thousand dollars. Uang bisa dicari saudara tapi hubungan kita sama Tuhan lebih penting. Money can be fine but our relationship with God is more important. Oleh sebab itu jangan berkelahi karena hanya uang saudara. And that's why my message is not don't fight just because of money. Karena kadang kala memang kita bisa ditipu, saudara. And I know sometimes there are times that we got scammed. Saudara, bahkan teman baik kita bisa menipu kita. Even our best friend could scam us. Tetapi kita harus bisa mengampuni mereka. But we must be able to forgive them. Kalau saudara percaya berkatmu dari Tuhan. If we believe that our blessing comes from above. Satu kali berkat ini dimakan orang lain. And one day the blessing was taken by somebody else. Lalu sama orang itu. And Then we become angry towards that person. Saudara bawa dia ke court. We bring this person to court. Saya say, engkau tidak percaya berkat itu dari Tuhan?" Then you meaning you don't believe that that blessing comes from God. Saya berkat ini adalah usaha saya sendiri. That means you believe that the blessings is because of your own work. Oleh sebab itu belajar membangun hubungan dengan Tuhan. That is why learn on how to build a relationship with God Bangun hubungan dengan sesama. build a relationship with monks and one another Satu kali, akan one day your friend 's going to lie to you it 's okay it 's okay forgive them and move on saudara. Saya bilang, di Indonesia banyak itu. i 'm saying this because in Indonesia many of these things happen. Mereka bilang Pak Agus. Eh, mereka panggil ko, ada yang panggil Om. Sonra. mereka bilang Om Agus, Om Agus ini masih imut-imut. we saying uh, Pastor Agus, you are still naive. Kalau Om Agus tinggal aja berapa lama di Indonesia baru tahu orang Indonesia. Uh, Pastor Agus, if you stay in Indonesia just for a while and you will know how it works here. Kita enggak bisa lihat mana teman mana maling we couldn't differentiate between friend and foe tapi saya bilang memang tantangannya demikian and i told them that is the challenge tapi jaga hatimu saya bilang but jangan said, sampai kehilangan Tuhan guard your heart so you don't lose god kadang Tuhan izinkan untuk menguji kita sometimes god allowed to test us saya harap saudara belajar dari 1 samuel 4 dari pasal eh, dari ayat 1 sampai ayat 22 I hope we all can learn from the book of First Samuel four, from verse one to twenty-two. Bagaimana kekalahan besar yang dialami orang Israel karena mereka kehilangan Tuhan? How the Israel uh, have a total defeat because they have lost God's presence? Saya tidak mau anda kehilangan Tuhan dalam hidupmu. I do not want all of you to lose God's presence in your life. Saya mau setiap anda punya kesaksian tersendiri mengenai Tuhan. I want each one of you to have a personal testimony of your relationship with God. Just itu and jangan memilih ritual lebih daripada hubungan dengan Tuhan. Once again, so don't choose ritual over your relationship Semakin with God. Semakin lama kita menjadi Kristen, kita pasti memilih ritual daripada membangun hubungan terus dengan Tuhan. Because the longer we are becoming a Christian we could be sway into following ritual than relationship Karena kita merasa bosen dan sesuatu yang rutin kita rasakan hal itu because we got bored and we fall into the routine of becoming a Christian pelihara hubunganmu dengan Tuhan guard your relationship with God percaya saja percaya saya anda tidak akan pernah menyesal believe me you will not regret it Tuhan berkati anda God bless you all thank you June thank you umm